Hello, this is Manny Ramos, your host of Rise Up, Real Issues and Stories of Every One of Us podcast. First, let me talk about who we are. I'm Manny Ramos, a board member of PNAA, a past president of the Philippine Nurses Association of Central Florida. I'm a professor of nursing at Valencia College here in Orlando and an adjunct faculty at William Patterson University. With me today is my co-host, Mindy Ofiana. Mindy? Thank you, Manny. Welcome, everyone. I'm Mindy Ofiana, Committee Chair for PNAA, Corresponding Secretary for PNAA Foundation, and past president for PNA Southern California, and currently an adjunct professor at Charles R. Drew University, Department of Medicine and Sciences. Manny? Thank you, Mindy. Our returning guest tonight is our Philippine Nurses Association of America President, Dr. Marijoy Garcia Dia. Currently, she is the Program Director for Nursing Informatics in the Information Technology Department and the Center for Professional Nursing Practice at New York Presbyterian Hospital. Mary Joy led multiple clinical systems and electronic health record installations in various healthcare systems across the enterprise as Director of Clinical Systems. She has overseen remote patient monitoring platforms, workflow automation, and clinical alarm integration with mobile devices. Dr. Garcia Diaz's research interests in mobile technology and passion for raising awareness about nursing information led her to author and publish a book, Project Management in Nursing Informatics. Mary Joy serves on the Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion Steering Committee for the Future of Nursing Campaign for Action a joint initiative of the AARP and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. She also serves as a member of the American Nurses Association's National Commission on Addressing Racism in Nursing. As a past member of the National Advisory Council on Research for Asian American, Native Hawaiian, Pacific Islander Health, Mary Joy raises educational awareness in addressing the underrepresentation of minority health through grant projects and community-based participation participatory research. Her community engagement led to her fellowship at the New York Academy of Medicine and the Academy American Academy of Nursing. Dr. Dia chairs the Advocacy Committee at the New York State Health Information Management System Society and is a board member of the Center for Nursing at the Foundation of New York State Nurses. Dr. Mary Joy Garcia Dia is an inaugural member of the Cauldron Nurse Executive Fellowship through the Marian K. Shaughnessy Nurse Leadership Academy at Francis Payne Bolton School of Nursing, Case Western Reserve University. We are privileged and honored to have Dr. Mary Joy Garcia Dia, the 21st PNAA president, as she concludes her tenure for 2020-2022. Living and breathing the theme of her presidency spark stories of people, achievement, resilience, and kindness. Good evening and welcome to Rise Up, Mary Joy. Hello, Manny. Thank you so much for that kind introduction. Hi, MJ. How are you? Hi, Mindy. How's the weather over in Southern California? Uh, 102 degrees. Thank oh, you. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, it's warmer <laughs> over there than here in Orlando. Oh, <laughs> That's <news>. absolutely. <laughs> well, 
Merger, we just had you on a few episodes ago and we wanted to catch up with you as you near the end of your term as president of PNAA. How do you feel here at the end of your presidency? I, I feel like we have accomplished so many things and I'm super excited that we are coming together as a um, community, finally face-to-face after two years of being on Zoom. Uh, I recently traveled to San Diego and I was telling them that it's good to associate all those faces that you see in the Zoom box and now (laughs) finally see them (laughs) face-to-face. Yes. That is so true. Anyway, um, it's been such a challenging time in the world with COVID, but in times of crisis, People rise up as well. How did you find the organization to respond during your tenure? That's a very good question. And I think we were so unprepared in terms of anticipating that there's going to be a pandemic, just like any organization. But I think what holds us together as a professional organization is our Bayanihan spirit, our Mm -hmm. culture. We have that sense of collectivism where we try to stay together. Uh, we try to pray together, which we have seen actually with our uh, prayer group led by TNA Northern California. And most importantly, the uh, cultural aspect. Uh, we hold on to our faith. We are so resilient as a culture. And we see things in a positive manner. I did not see anyone complain. I did not see anyone um, trying to push back whenever we ask for projects or new things. Um, People are always so willing to volunteer and help. And I think that's just the um, nature of everyone, right? And and I think this is where I was coming from when trying to highlight the values that we have as a um, Filipino um, and naturally as a person, as an individual in terms of just being kind. And I think Uh that's what kept us together as a whole, uh, just trying to um, lift each other up, so to speak. Thank you. Now, uh, what are some of your best memories as president? Oh my goodness, Um, despite just being on Zoom uh, practically daily, maybe. (laughs) The best memories that I can think of is uh, really um, seeing everyone um, coming together in that Zoom meeting. Like you wouldn't expect that uh, people will show up, but they do. Uh, Despite the busy schedule, and uh, our own self-imposed priorities, Um, people showed up. But what I can probably uh, walk away is the um, support that everyone provided. Um, I remember during virtual inductions, uh, people would include me naturally to either uh, provide the inspirational message and be the inducting officer so despite the limitations that we have and uh, the lack of 
usual festivities that would come along with a regular induction. We made it, um, you know, we, we, we made it official through Zoom. <laughs> we, we were able to um, conduct our business operations to Zoom. And I think that's, that's what is, I can really, you know, remember uh, <laughs> something that um, everyone affected us. People adjusted so quickly to Zoom. Uh-huh. That's just the bottom line. <laughs> and, and 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 I know people will always remember me as uh, someone that would have been the best fit during the pandemic because of my informatics skills, <laughs> trying to pivot quickly and utilize technology yes. the best we could. That's true. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yes. The pandemic precedent. So anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> what impact do you feel the organization has made in the last two years? Yeah, I, I think that we had made a tremendous impact um, externally. Uh, people look up to us, not just because um, we were put into uh, the limelight, being affected by the pandemic uh, based on the mortality rate of of Filipino-American nurses. But most importantly, because we partnered with so many organizations um, in trying to support each other um, from APIHF, which is the American Pacific Islander American Health Forum, we have implemented um, several grants in collaboration with PNAA Foundation and if we look back on, on, on the volume of outreach that came off from that run, um, it's incredible of how we have uh, did the outreach, not only within our own uh, organization, but also with other Asian American communities. I think we have also um, made ourselves extremely visible as we um, re- um, I uh, renewed our organizational affiliate membership with the American Nurses Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, we felt that impact um, when we uh, represented ourselves, right? I represented the organization yeah. as part of the National Commission to Address Racism in Nursing. Uh-huh. And it's not mm-hmm. just being present and attending meetings, but really being part of the conversation and contributing to the foundational report so we know that we are part of that conversation and we did a lot of peer review uh, um, articles in order to have a meaningful contribution to those reports. So um, mm-hmm. and aside from that, uh, we have um, made ourselves visible with other uh, professional organizations. Um, they have reached out to us uh, uh, in terms of having some representatives from our organization. For example, the Alliance of Nurses on Health Environment. They were the ones who uh, reached out to us through the referral of um, Dr. Nantalan Ramos. And because of that mm-hmm. partnership, uh, Dr. Risa Mauricio represents us in addressing um, issues with um, women's health, um, I represented our organization on global climate crisis, 
And of course, the recent collaboration that we have was with All In Healthcare Wellbeing, where we are part as tier one collaborators with big organizations like AMA, AONL, and um, other professional organizations. And um, the partnership that we have with Filipino uh, community group in California, where we were able to support the position statement um, that we submitted to uh, the COVID-19 task force chair, uh, Dr. Marcella Nudismith, which led to us being invited to the round table uh, and talk with That's other right. Asian Pacific Islander leaders on how, how can we address these things. And most recently, and I even forgot about it, we collaborated with um, the national COVID, um, it's called NCRN, um, Network Resilience Network, where we did a focus group discussion and surveys. And um, out of that um, collaboration, they were able to release a report on Filipino community profile which is now part mm. of the um, Morehouse School of Medicine um, report. And um, there are just so many things that I, I cannot even remember, but not just at the national level, but locally. Our chapters have made themselves extremely visible as well, being part yes. of um, the grants themselves. Like, for example, PNA Michigan, they were able to get the Project yes. Plan grant. Uh, PNA Metro yes. DC right. uh, partnered with the Philippine Medical Association, and they were able to get that grant themselves in terms of uh, supporting um, the well-being of um, the community. So there, there's there's so much collaboration that's happening locally and nationally, and of course internationally. We have partnered with our. Um, Philippine Nurses Association in the Philippines and nice. the Association for Colleges of Philippine Nursing in addressing the scope of uh, nursing practice where they are hoping that the legislations will expand nurses' role to do advanced practice nurse similar to what we have here in the United States. And in fact, um, we provide guidance in their course development. Mm -hmm. So this way you can uh, hopefully pilot in preschools in providing uh, advanced practice nurses at a doctoral level. So there's okay. there's so much that, that that's happening locally, nationally, and internationally. And um, it's, it's, it just didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. It happened because leaders before us were so engaged with different uh, stakeholders. And it's just so happened that we have magnified it during the uh, COVID-19 and they listened and they want now to be partners to promote diversity, equity, and inclusion. Right. So all yes, of these right. things are now um, coming in full circle and we shouldn't lose that momentum because uh, we need to continue to have a seat but at the same time, we need to create a table so they come to us. That's right. That's, <laughs> That's right. True. This is an inside joke. It's between uh, Dr. D and I. We are not going back to the box. 
we are already out of the yes. box. So I think you've done a wonderful job on it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So Mary Joy, in relation to everything that you've said, um, what are your mo what is your most what are you most proud about during your time as president? Oh my gosh, I think what I'm most proud about is our members. Uh -huh. Because it's really them that bring all these stories together, right? It's them that have the courage to go out there and uh, petition for more protective um, equipment. It's them that have shared their pictures that they're sewing masks so people can really, you know, be yeah. serious about uh, wearing masks during the height of the pandemic. It's them that um, volunteer their time, even though they might have worked 12-hour shift in a row and go out there in the community and give vaccines right. uh, and, 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 you know, really work hard in, in trying to convince people that, hey, you need to get your vaccines. It's really our um, leaders in our chapter that went out of their limb in trying to keep the lights on mm -hmm. because we do understand that majority of our members are on the front line and they're so tired and they might not be so participative and might have disengaged, right. but it's really them who keep on promoting the why, why do we need to become a member of PNAA? And of course, I'm so proud of um, our um, executive board at the national level, uh, our membership chair, um, Melissa Konanan. She just keeps on innovating and trying to um, promote the value of membership. So I, I, I think it's really our members that, that I'm really most proud of because despite what happened for the past two years, they stick it out there. Yes. They, 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 they put their commitment in trying to get their chapters uh, active. Um, a, a lot of them have really um, offered psychosocial and emotional health to their members um, just by simply calling them, writing them letters, reaching out to them, texting them, checking that they're okay. So thank you. Thank you to our members. Um, my heartfelt gratitude for sticking it out there and, you know, um, putting your best despite the challenges that we had for the past two years. So a while ago, you art articulated the many accomplishments that you have uh, during your two-year um, presidency. Are there any other things you wish you could have accomplished but didn't get to? Absolutely. I would have wished for us to celebrate the year of the nurse <laughs> and really have like a huge event uh, to highlight our Filipino-American nurses. But it's not too late. Um, I, I wanted to have a book uh, from each of the chapter, right? So they could highlight um, what are they most proud of. And um, we recently... Um, we designed our website so we could be more engaged. And part yeah. of that redesign is for a section where people can submit their story, their narrative, either it's a, it's a video form or a, a written format. And my goal is that we will review it, look at the best stories that we can have 
and then create a book. So we have something that we could remember people's stories by not just during the pandemic, but also the um, migration journey that they have coming to America, making it as mm -hmm. a successful uh, professional nurse and the um, contributions that they have in not only here, but also in giving back. Because there's just so many stories. Like if you listen, when you go from chapter to chapter, it's incredible how you've seen these dyads of moms and daughters <laughs> uh, being nurses. And it's just incredible that they're trying to um, continue that legacy within their own family. So so I think that that's, that's one thing that I wish I could have done within these two years, but it's not too late. We'll continue to do it. <laughs> We're committed to it. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> So we're going to continue to do it. And uh, I will ask, where do you see PNAA going in the future, Mary Joy? Oh, I think PNAA has a bright future with um, Dr. Berianis, um coming in strong. Um, and we're leaving her with um, so much um, work that she probably will have her hands full in day one. She, we know that she's going to hit the ground running with the support of our executive board. And right. of course, uh, with the assistance of the new executive director under Dr. Leo Jurado. So I think oh, it's, it's, it's really again. a matter of um, prioritization now and still continuing to stay focused and being um, uh, a visionary, right? And where's, where can, where, how can we still get PNAA uh, moving? Because the work is already there, um, particularly with, with the RICE program that we had set up. And of course, the um, mm -hmm. ILDP, congratulations, uh, Manny Ramos, that you are celebrating your five-year anniversary. But we know that with, with, with all of this interest in uh, being a leader in trying to um, establish a mentorship program, that means that we need to uh, reevaluate how we can make our program more robust. So this way, we're uh, supporting not just the needs of new members, but sustain the engagement of our existing leaders and continue to retain our members. One thing that I think we also need to look into is succession planning of our organization. Um, other organizations have their structures and processes in place. And I think that's one thing that we have to look into in terms of uh, succession planning and transition planning, because there are a lot of uh, talents uh, within our organization, but at the same time, we need to... Um, support those talents, mm -hmm. that they don't get burned out, mm -hmm. that they will continue to <laughs> stay engaged and be the role models. That's, right. That's true. So what do you feel like is your lasting legacy during your term as president? Wow. Um, I mean, aside from the COVID-19 pandemic <laughs> that we were able to uh, <laughs> hurdle, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think my my legacy is is really more on uh, that spark, right? Mm -hmm. 
because um, we level with our members. Um, we highlighted them and um, we tried to emphasize that it's you that is really the spark of our organization. And it's not about me. It's really about the efforts of everyone uh, that made that, that uh, our organization really spark. Mm. So I hope that uh, when people remember what happened in 2020 to 2022, they will, of course, remember COVID-19, but at the same time, they will remember that out of that um, trials and tribulations, it's the spark that really kept us going through and helped us through during difficult times. Mm -hmm. So Mary, during Thank your you. time as president, uh, what lessons have you learned on a personal level and professional level? Absolutely. There are a lot of lessons learned. Uh, personally, uh, I, I, I know that I would not have made it without the support of my family. Uh, that's already a given. But one thing that I learned too is to take care of myself. Um, we, we, we try to preach to people that, hey, you need to do your self-care. Yeah. But I'm guilty as not being able to follow that through because there's just so many work uh, ahead, not just within PNAA, but of course, uh, my own uh, professional work. We all know that PNAA is a volunteer organization. Right. So I think um, th that's where I probably was short from my end in terms of um, taking care of myself. Um, professionally, um, I think people should really consider volunteering in an organization. It is, um, there is a lot of satisfaction knowing that you're able to um, um, contribute and um, make good out of that short time that you are given in trying to um, improve the organization. But one thing that have also um, taught me is outside of um, the structure of the organization, one needs to have a coach. Mm -hmm. So this way you're looking at things, not just based on what you're seeing and how you're familiar with, but you have someone that you can um, bounce off mm -hmm. and be that sounding board and um, tell you that you are doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Because the person mm -hmm. is looking at it from the outside. Uh -huh. And um, I would encourage anyone, whether they are in a med-level career, in their leadership journey, or wh whether they are in a senior-level type of um, leadership journey, that a coach is very important. Um, that's, that's one thing that I have learned. Um, I, I, I have a coach and that person really helped me through, uh, in terms of looking at things objectively. That's good. You know, once you get promoted to a higher level of office, as you mentioned, leadership is really very hard. 
right? So for any upcoming leaders within our organization, what words of encouragement or advice would you give them? Yeah, uh, that's that's very difficult um, because um, I, I think we have a lot of people that surrounds us. Um, but in terms of getting advice, people don't voluntarily give advices, right? Unless you reach out to. So I think um, for anyone who would like to uh, venture into this type of role, you need to have a foundation from your end of who you are as a leader. Um, it's important to uh, listen uh, and, and, and listening um, takes, takes a lot of, um, I guess uh, it's very challenging to listen, uh, but at the same time, you also need to have that space for people to speak up, right? And um, I think the person also needs to have a, um, really need to look at their own values. And um, somehow when things get into a crossroad, you just need to trust your gut that you are doing the right thing for the organization. Uh, that, that's where the coach comes into play. That's where your advisors come into play. And, you know, there are good people that will always give you good advices, right? Um, but at the same time, you also need to listen to your um, executive board. And also you need to listen to the members um, because that's always where there's a gap in terms of the uh, what we want for our organization might not be working for people for our members right so we we, we need to yeah. have sort of like a uh, a happy medium yeah. on what what would work so you need mm. to to okay. to get feedback not just from the executive board but reach out to the members yeah. they will be the one that will probably give you the the best advice because they experience things from their end in a different way mm-hmm. members and executive boards uh so uh, that uh, will lead to my two questions. I have two questions for you about our members and executive board. The first one is, um, are there any words you would like to say to the general membership as you complete your tenure as P- Pre- PNA president? And number two, any thoughts you would like to share with the PNAA executive board? For the general members, um, I hope that you are um, satisfied uh, of how we have conducted our term. And um, I hope that you are more forgiving if in case we have uh, some um, deficiencies in our communication. Um, and again, there's, there's two way of communicating, right? Yeah. You can always reach out. Um, just because um, we might not be able to visit you 
be there with you physically does not mean that we are not reachable via email, via text, or whatever type of communication. You can always email info my PNAA at gmail.com and people have done that. And we pretty much are responsive within 24, 72 hours. And don't lose that engagement. Mm -hmm. uh, you could be a paper member, you could be a uh, chapter leader, or you could volunteer as a committee, but don't lose that connection with PNAA because yeah. that's what keeps us together. And that's how we make our voices heard as a uh, Filipino community here in the United States. Uh, for the executive board, I'm extremely grateful for the volunteer time that you have provided to PNAA. You have so many talents that you have shared uh, in terms of uh, promoting our projects, helping along during difficult times. And um, I, I know that majority of you have your own personal and uh, professional priorities, but you always make it out of your way to be present. And I know that um, we have our um, challenges together as a board, but what I can remember most is that we did our best shot, so to speak, yeah. and we came together and we, we still are able to walk away as friends, because once we complete our term, we're still friends. Yeah. And, you know, that will not change because that's really what binds us together, right? Why we see the satisfaction in joining PNAA, not just for the professional part of it, but because we're able to bond together and connect with each other and have meaningful relationships. Well, speaking of the executive board, could you tell us what it's like to work with <laughs> well, them? Well, you know, this is what's great with our organization because uh, we have differences on opinions. And what matters is that there is a process. We have Robert's rules and we are allowed to um, speak up and share what we think. And at the end of the day, we might not reconcile with each other with what should be the decision, but the decision made is what the majority votes. So I think that's what's good with our uh, organ processes in place uh, to uh, facilitate that process. One last okay. question before we end our um uh, episode today, Dr. Garcia, uh, what advice would you give to the upcoming PNAA president, Dr. Gloria Berriones? Oh, Dr. Gloria Berriones is a seasoned leader. I think she knows what she needs to do from <laughs> her end. <laughs> and, and, and I know that she has a, a heart of gold, yes, so yes. to speak. So, you know, keep that faith. And she already has that always, um, you know, listen and uh, look at the, uh, look, look, always look at two sides of the coin, so to speak, right? And then um, at the end of the day, you have your family. They're always there for you, yeah. no matter what. And they will always give you unconditional love. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. 
That's true. A heart of gold. That's the truth. The faith, um, and spark. <laughs> that is all that we yeah. have for this episode. I want to thank our guests, Dr. Marie Joy Garcia Dia and my co-host, Mindy Ofiana. Our director and producer, Rodney Cahudo. Carol Robles, our PNA Chair for Communications and Marketing. Our advisor, PNAA Foundation President, Nancy Hoff. And our executive producers, PNA President Dr. Mary Joy Garcia Dia and PNAA Executive Director Carmina Bautista. Join us here every week on Rise Up. Until then, keep on rising. See you next time. This publication was made possible by Cooperative Agreement CDC RFA IP 21-2106 from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Its contents are solely the responsibility of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of CDC HHS.